When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, my name is Keisha and this is my story. I promise you, it's not what you think. One day I stayed after gym practice to work on my leg muscles. It was dark when I finished and everyone had left school. I hurried down the hall, but the doors were closed. I remembered seeing an open window in the gym bathroom, so I ran there and texted my parents in a panic that I was on my way home. Upstairs, I heard a noise but I didn't care what it was. Probably a janitor. I just wanted to get out of school and relax in my gorgeous new bed I got for my 16th birthday. I ran to the window and it was closed. I felt trapped. Then I heard noises again. Footsteps and voices were coming in my direction. I hid in the shadows and under my coat. Tonight is a special night for you to join our fraternity. That's our principal. Do we have a school fraternity? I've been waiting for 15 years for the planets to align. Math teacher Mr. Mendels. Mars, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn have not been in this position since 1915. Are they talking about astrology? How strange is that? Saturn is in the school's eighth house of deep transformation for the next two years. What? I must follow them from behind. We'll take every advantage of Saturn's placement. They slammed the doors of the cleaning room and it was silent again. Slowly, I went inside, but I couldn't see where they might have gone until I lifted my head and saw a small window. I climbed up, almost breaking my foot, and found myself in a large dark room that smelled like horses. This is getting too weird. All the teachers were dressed in tuxedos, even Miss Orange and Mrs. Trumpetsky. And more came from the other side of the hall, holding candles. Suddenly, my phone rang. It was my mother. I needed the phone and went back through the window. Then I took a selfie and wrote, I got stuck at school. Don't worry, I'm coming. But then I lost the connection. I quickly opened the doors. It was dark and silent. My chance to escape unnoticed. I barely breathed as I lit the way with my phone. Luckily, the kitchen was open and I could sneak out through the kitchen window. Finally, freedom! I was so happy. What I'd seen there I shouldn't have seen, but now that I've seen it, I wanted to know more. What's this fraternity all about? Why were they dressed funny? What does it mean that Saturn is in the eighth house of the school's deep transformation? That's what I needed to find out first. I told my mother and stepfather everything, but they didn't believe me. They just (laughs) laughed. 
I think Keisha should take a creative writing class next year. She's very talented. Or screenwriting. Her ideas need a budget. <laughs> yes, for the costumes and set design. I can't believe you're making fun of my deeply shocking experience. Go to bed and sleep it over. We'll talk tomorrow about why you didn't come on time after school. This is so unfair. I never lie, and it's not my fault that school is weird. I will find out the truth. I don't want my parents to think I'm making up stories just to have an excuse. When I went to my room, I found my little sister rummaging through my closet. What are you doing? Mom told me to clean out your closet. You're lying. Do you have a truth detector? I won't use it if you do something for me. Only if I can wear this dress for a month. You don't want to change for a month? Gross. Deal? Deal. It was a bad deal, but I had to find out about the secret fraternity in our school. My sister will cover for me and I'll spend the night at school. I googled Saturn and the 8th house of deep transformation and I found out that in astrology, Saturn is like an old stern teacher who punishes you a lot but also lets you learn a lot. And the 8th house isn't good either. It represents death, loss, and difficult changes. The next day, I talked to my besties and we came up with a plan. I'm going to spend the night at Keisha's house so we can study for the English exam. Coach put us in quarantine for Saturday's game. Dad is taking me to the opera. I'm going to sleep at his place, maybe two nights. Danny's dad was in a car accident. He's in the hospital and I've got to help his family. The school is taking us to Washington. You have to pay for the trip. We decided to join the party and find out what is happening. I've got juice, milk, tomato sandwiches, a big box of cookies, three chocolates, 100 yards of rope, tools, gloves for everyone, and a secret iPad that no one can hack. I hope that'll be enough. What if they have to pee? Bad place to hide. This is real. We have to move quickly. We don't have much time. The deal just needs a signature. That's tomorrow morning. We have plenty of time. I'll catch up with you. I have to visit a place first. She's coming here. I love my yoga teacher. For real? Psst. They'll have a meeting now. I'm ready. What's our plan? We divide into two groups. We wear these gloves and we each take a tool. What if we lose the connection? I'll call 911 right away. No one can get hurt. We can still go back and just report to the police. I want to see what they're up to. Me too. I'm curious. And we're here. What's our cover story? We're reporters. 
Thank you for being part of the history of the longest fraternity in this part of the world. As you know, another change is coming. This time, we're on the cusp of the next 900-year cycle. The future is in our hands. New space for a new 900-year cycle of children's futures. We're moving to the high mountains. The school bought the property today. Our new director. How can you do that? She was talking to me. I forgot to wash the dishes before I left with my boys. I apologize. We love the mountain air. <laughs> These are my students. They shouldn't be here. Children, what are you doing here? Catch them. I could hear all of our hearts beating. We didn't know where we were or how to get out of there. Let's eat something and stimulate our brains. I suggest we follow this corridor. Maybe we'll find another door. But to where? My guess is back to school. Are you going to skip class, kids? This is the gym. We've used all our tools. The police surrounded the school. We showed them the secret doors and they arrested everyone. The next day, it was all over the news. It turned out that the secret fraternity owned schools all over the country and had embezzled billions of dollars by buying and selling real estate. And Mrs. Trumpetsky was an undercover cop who'd been following the fraternity for 10 years. And I and my best friends solved the crime in one night. After that, my parents never accused me of lying again. That was my story. Share this podcast to all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and so on and you'll be given a shout out. Also drop your social media username so that we can find you. Thanks for your support. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in this episode description. You should also please follow or subscribe to our other podcast My Animated Story by clicking on this episode description. And also, kindly please rate and review this podcast by... Hey guys, my name is Gloria, and you won't believe it, but I eat money. I love its taste and crunch, but it was not always like this. It's just that at some point I wanted to try something new in my life. To be honest, this turned into certain trouble for me. I live in a very wealthy family. My parents are big businessmen who sell cars all over the world, so I have everything that any teenager can dream of, and even more than that. For example, 
On my 13th birthday, my parents gave me a yacht on which I had a cool party. And when I turned 14, I got a helicopter. And if you think that's cool, you're wrong. You see, when a person doesn't have a lot of money, they can dream and get incredible emotions from purchases. But I can't do that. I have everything. And I no longer dream of anything. And new expensive things do not evoke any emotions in me. Lately, I have lived as if in a vacuum that was covered with gold. Everything around me was shining and sparkling, but this didn't impress me. However, one day, everything changed. Once, my classmates and I were hiking, but had a little trouble. The branches of the trees were wet because of the recent rain, which, by the way, hadn't been mentioned in the weather forecast. In addition, Leo even forgot to take paper, despite the fact that he was responsible for the things that were necessary for the fire. This meant that we would not be able to make it. We were already getting a bit nervous because Leo's lips were blue from cold, and my hands became numb. The rest of my classmates tried to keep warm by hugging each other. We needed too much time to go back, but we were already exhausted, so we had to stay there and shiver with cold. Some of us have already begun to think that we would freeze to death there, and for some reason, it was at this moment that one brilliant idea came to my mind. I completely forgot that I had several bundles of notes in my backpack. I took them out, calmly set them on fire, and then put more or less dry branches on them. This was how we got fire. The guys didn't cry as much from the horror stories that we told each other on the way as from me burning the money. They were really upset seeing this, while I actually felt some kind of pleasure. I loved seeing shocked faces around me, and it evoked emotions in me. I decided not to stop there. So when I got home, I ordered the housekeeper to light the fireplace. And when the flame was blazing in it, I was throwing green bills there. I enjoyed watching the fire consuming them because at that moment, I felt almost like the lord of the world who could afford anything. However, I quickly got tired of it and again I found myself in a void. But I did not want to be there so much that I decided to do another crazy thing. I smashed my car, which cost several million with a bat. And after that, I cut many of my branded clothes with scissors. But the problem is that I still do not feel joy and happiness at all. And then, one evening, while suffering from idleness, I was watching a YouTube video of a girl eating a $100 bill. At that moment, I thought that she was crazy. But a little later, this idea seemed very tempting to me. I took a $10 bill tore it in half, and ate it. Well, you won't believe it, but I even liked the taste of money. Also, the note crunched so cool on my teeth. And since then, I ate several bills every day. Once, I came up with the idea of making a salad out of money and adding garlic sauce to it. <laughs> that was yummy. But then I wanted to show everyone how cool I was. Right at school, I made myself a sandwich with $100 bills, 
and ate it in front of my classmates, licking my fingers. They were shocked and asked why I was doing this. I replied that I liked the taste of money and then suggested that they try the wonderful sandwich too. Leo said that I was nuts and I was doing some kind of bullshit. Because of my antics, I lost a friend who, for some reason, didn't want to talk to me. He began to ignore me, and it seemed silly to me because I did not judge him for eating a lot of burgers. However, Leo's ignoring did not stop me, and every day I continued to eat money in the school cafeteria. The guys told me that I was crazy while I found their reaction funny, and then I decided to go to a new level. After coming to the park, I sat down on a bench, took out my wallet, and started eating money. I also made a thick straw out of bills and began drinking a milkshake. Some people were looking back at me, while others were making comments, and one guy even took my wallet with money and ran away with it. I just laughed at it, because it was already empty. Then some old lady sat down next to me, and after looking at what I was doing, she condemned me and said that I did not value anything in this life. I didn't want to listen to the moral teachings on how I should behave, so I decided to visit my favorite cafe to get a coffee and cheesecake. But this turned out to be a real disaster for me because I was badly poisoned and in the evening called an ambulance to be taken to the hospital. While I was lying in the ward after the stomach wash and waiting for my test results, I published an angry review on the page of that cafe, mentioning that one could easily get poisoned there. However, when the doctor entered the room, he said that the printing ink caused my poisoning. He asked what I had eaten on that day, and I told him everything, emphasizing on the coffee and cheesecake. But the doctor said that my addiction to banknotes, which were soaked in a very dangerous and toxic paint, was to blame. He added that if I had continued to do the same thing, I would have died of poisoning very soon. I immediately deleted the review from the restaurant page and thought that I would again have to look for some crazy way to evoke emotions in myself. And I will also have to say goodbye to the wonderful taste of money. This made me really upset. And because of negative thoughts, I could no longer stay in bed. I decided to take a short walk down the hospital corridor and call my parents. They were abroad at that moment, but promised to send a driver with a package of normal food. And when I was waiting for it, I noticed a girl not far from me who was sitting on a chair and reading a book. I was very bored and decided to chat with her. Her name was Dina, and she also got to the hospital because of poisoning. We got into a conversation and I thought that Dina was a very interesting girl who was wise beyond her years. When I was handed a whole bag of groceries, I was very happy, and then I noticed with what desire Dina looked at it. I asked if she had anything to eat besides hospital food, and she said that her parents didn't have the money to buy that much food. It turned out that Dina was from a poor family where all the attention was devoted to her disabled younger brother. He needed care and expensive medicines, which consumed most of the family budget. Dina said that she was not mad at her parents because they were trying to help him. Her story moved me, so I gave her my entire package. I also felt terribly ashamed. For a long time, I did not know what to do with money. 
and because of that, I started eating it. While many people cannot afford even basic food. What a blind idiot I was. Before my discharge, I handed Dina a check for $100,000 to make it easier for her family to support the children. She refused it at first, but I still convinced her to accept the check. And then I decided to help other children and families. That's why I gave all my pocket money to charity funds, so that there would be more and more happy and healthy people in this world every day. Why haven't I thought about this before? It's so great to help others. While being engaged in charity work, I finally began to experience vivid emotions, which were, in fact, only positive. It was much cooler than burning and eating money because they made me feel relevant and useful. If you had as much money as I do, what would you do with it? Give your answers in the comments. Don't forget to click on the thumbs up button below the video and be sure to share it with your friends. Bye-bye. Hi everyone, my name is Dariana. I have super shiny hair. My mom's always admired it as the host of her own author's program on a popular TV channel about beauty and health. She knew a lot about it. My mother used to say that my hair was unique, that it looked as if it was on the cover of a shampoo commercial magazine without any special care. That's right, I didn't sweat it. But you know, by my mom's standards, having just beautiful hair is negligible. She's always had high standards, and this applied to everyone. That's how she lived her life, trying to make me as perfect as my hair. And look what came of it. If you were given a choice to make one part of your body the most beautiful, what would you choose? My mother was quite popular. She was well-known and respected by many for her character, beauty, and intelligence, and she always knew what she wanted. She had been running her show successfully for eight years, and just imagine, over those years, she never once showed me to her colleagues, never introduced me to the public. Even the media couldn't find out who her daughter was. Mom has always excused herself by saying that she separates her personal life from her work, and that she didn't want to violate my boundaries. Like, when I grow up, I'll choose to be famous or not. But in fact, the truth was hidden for other reasons, and I'll tell you what it was. It was an ordinary morning, one of those mornings that often happened in my life. I woke up, washed my face, and went down to the kitchen to have breakfast. Hi, Dariana, how did you sleep, baby? Let's get on the scale. What? Again? We weighed in two weeks ago. Yeah, but you know, I have to check. I got up on the scale and was horrified to see... Over a pound? Dariana, aren't you on a diet? I told you, you're about to meet my audience and co-workers. How could you do this to me? You know I want to finally show you to the public, but I can't do it when you're like this. I'm sorry, Mom, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't eat, I don't know how it happened. Forgive me. Get out, get out of the kitchen, and I don't want you to ever set foot in here, you understand? From now on, you will eat one green apple a day. We need an emergency weight loss. I told you to weigh no more than 50 pounds. At 510, 900 grams is a lot of weight. This was not my first strict diet. I didn't eat more often than I did eat, and I was still far from my mom's dream figure. I ate one apple at a time, just like she told me to. After four days, I passed out in the middle of the street. Good thing I was near a hospital. When I woke up, there was a guy in a white coat next to me. It was as if I'd seen an angel. 
so handsome in a white mask, gloves, and a robe. He started talking to me, asking my name and age, and so on. I answered all the questions because it wasn't the first time. When I felt better, he introduced himself to me as Dr. Mike, allowing me to call him by his first name only. I know you. You're Miss Stacy Green's daughter. What? No, that's a mistake. I'm not her daughter. Come on, don't you remember me? I furrowed my brow and squinted my eyes, and then he got into a stand-up kind of sitting-at-the-register position, and yes, that's right. Oh my god, this was the same Mikey, the son of our neighbor, the grocery store owner. Have you forgotten the time I secretly lent you groceries? How could I forget? I still haven't paid you back. You have the same gorgeous hair, and you've lost a lot of weight. Well, it's not the same as when I was a kid, but I'm not skinny either. You're anorexic. You're in great shape, but you're even skinnier. My advice to you as a doctor is not to torture yourself with diets. Well, when have you eaten last? Have you been drinking water? I left his question unanswered, then asked him not to tell my mother about my hunger fainting, and not to tell anyone at all. Nothing. I got up and walked out of the hospital, but Mikey yelled after me. You know, my dad found out about the debts and kicked me out of the store and then out of the house. He thought I gave everything away to beggars and punished me. And now I'm the doctor I always wanted to be. I mean, maybe it's all the best. Well, for a meeting. That was nice, but I didn't respond. I just walked away. I was prescribed a bunch of medication, which of course I did not buy. I did not tell my mother what happened to me at all, so as not to upset her unnecessarily. I went to a cafe, ordered an ice water, and went to the bathroom while they were taking my order. I had terrible pain in my stomach. While I was sitting there, I heard some girls talking. Tanya, are you sick? Why did you throw up? Poison? Oh, no, I'm just on a diet. What do you mean? Well, you eat a lot, and then you put two fingers in your mouth, and that's it. You're tricking your brain. You're kind of full, so you don't want to eat, but you have zero calories. Wow, that works. I lost six pounds in a week. The girls came out, and I suddenly thought, Two cheeseburgers, fries, and cheese sauce. I was already ordering after five minutes. At first, I exhaled, looking at the burgers. After all, I'd wanted to eat them for so long, but couldn't afford them. I remembered the girls talking. Nothing will happen. I'll lose weight in a week and then I'll stop doing it. Start my diet again and everything will be fine. I made a promise to myself. I ate and ate my fill. Literally ate my entire order in ten minutes. So I lost six kilos in a week, and my mother was very happy with the result. She immediately held a broadcast with my participation and introduced me to the audience in a custom-made dress. She talked about my hair, figure, and what a perfect daughter I was. The only thing, as I had big bags under my eyes and pain in my stomach, that's bullshit. But I tolerated it. After the broadcast, we were invited to a dinner party at my mother's boss's house. His wife cooked a wonderful meal. I couldn't eat a bite of it. I felt sick, but I tried not to show it. I apologized, said I was tired, and called Mikey myself. He was home, but he came to get me and took me straight to the hospital. He asked what I ate and how I ate, 
but I didn't tell him the truth. I just asked him to prescribe something for my stomach and let me go. I also refused to be examined, although he insisted. Look, I'm tired. I want to go home. Okay, I'll give you some painkillers, but please, eat. I went home and after taking my medicine, I fell asleep. The next day, my mom ran into my room and told me that we were invited to a social dinner. Oh, there will be so many people there. After yesterday's broadcast, everyone wants to meet you. You're in great shape, so you can eat. You have my permission. Get dressed. Here's what to wear, said my mother. She didn't even notice how bad I felt, but I didn't want to spoil her mood and ruin the event. So I went along with her, smiling and saying hello to everyone. The attacks of pain got a little worse, and then I drank the medicine in the bathroom. Finally, we sat down at the table, there was a lot of food, and I felt hungry. If my mother let me eat, it was a good chance to eat with a clear conscience, wasn't it? And then the operators came in. Oh, these are my guys. Feel free. I thought, what if we capture this moment and share it with our viewers? Let them see how beautiful our meetings are and what we talk about, right? All the guests supported her idea. Everyone wanted to promote themselves at her expense. Mom lightly pressed my back to keep my posture up. I picked up the cutlery, and the waiter put a fish steak with rice and spinach on my plate. It looked delicious, and it smelled divine. Just as I was about to cut off a piece, my mother said to me, Eat it, daughter. Just eat less than half, okay? She said it in my ear, but with such firmness and coldness. I felt so sad and disgusted at that moment. All these people around her, they were supposedly chatting with each other while fixing their ties and hairstyles. And my mom, she didn't care about any of them, or even me. She just wanted to hype up what a great mom she was. Your daughter has just gorgeous hair and such an amazing figure. You're doing great, Dariana. You're very lucky to have such a mom, is what I heard. In anger, I clutched the cutlery in my hand and cut off a huge piece of fish and shoved it into my mouth, then spooned the rice. All the guests froze, and my mother watched in horror as I ate my portion quickly. We're not in a rush, honey. I'm hungry. The guests laughed, and my mom kicked me in the leg under the table and showed the cameraman out the room. I finished every bit of it while everyone was watching. Then I pounced on fruit, sweets, and other salads. I ate with my hands like a pig, but I couldn't stop. My mother reprimanded and then yelled, and then her boss's wife came up to me. She gave me a tissue and asked if I wanted to go to the bathroom, but at that moment, it was as if I had some sort of reflex to the word toilet, and in an instant, I threw up everything I ate right on that woman. There was silence at the table. That nice lady was wiping her dress with a napkin she was offering me. I looked at everyone and ran out of there in shame. I went straight to the hospital to see Mikey. What's wrong with me? I thought so. You're bulimic. What is that? It's dangerous. It can open up internal bleeding. You could die, Dariana. You need to be treated. What? I couldn't believe I'd brought myself to this state. I sat down in the chair and Mikey brought me some water. He was trying to calm me down, and that's when my mom ran in. She was screaming at the whole room that I was embarrassing her, that I was a shitty daughter, 
and then she swung and wanted to slap me, but Mikey caught her hand. He chased her out of the room. What? It's all my fault? Is it a crime to be pretty? Your daughter has a serious health problem. Any girl would want to be in her place. Mikey was unceremonious, showed his phone, and said that he filmed everything on camera, and if she would not leave, he'll put it all on the network and my diagnosis with pictures, too. Anyway, what now? I'm in therapy. My mom doesn't touch me, and I realize that beauty doesn't really require sacrifices, because if you're happy on the inside, you're beautiful automatically. Share this podcast to all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and so on and you'll be given a shout out. Also drop your social media username so that we can find you. Thanks for your support. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in this episode description. You should also please follow or subscribe to our other podcast My Animated Story by clicking on this episode description. And also, kindly please rate and review this podcast by... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.